Somebody told me it was about that time. It's about that time. It's about that time. Tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody that we in here. We in the building. Lady Fanita, you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Get in here. Good evening. You come in, drop those anchor. Anchor emojis if you anchor in the Lord. Get in here. Get in here. Good evening. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. We got a good one. I got my nifty sidekick with me. Lady Fanita's in the building. Good evening. Yes, indeed. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Good evening. Drop those emotions if you're anchored in the Lord. so good don't you agree yes sir it's gonna be fun 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 salute what happened i see you sister Brittany. that's right good evening that's right Time to get it cracking. Man, we got a good one. We got a good one. We got a good one. Man, we're gonna uh gonna pay some homage to some people. Relationships. Yes, sir. Yeah, relationships, man. Good, 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 good. Got to test out all my gadgets and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to make sure we all, we got all the gadgets ready, man. Somebody get out of line. We got them. We got it ready. We got it. We got it ready. We got it ready. We got it. Somebody get out of line. Don't you get out of line. We, oh yeah, we ready. We ready. We ready. We ready. Yeah, don't you say the wrong thing because we're gonna be ready. Yeah. Gonna be ready. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be ready for it. Yeah. 
gonna be ready for you. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. We're gonna be ready for you. We got a good one. We're gonna laugh, we're gonna talk some real. We're gonna shout out some people. I don't know what type of day you had today. What kind of day you had today? You had a good day today? I had a good day today. But just in case somebody that didn't have a good day, man, they woke up this morning, they tie was on flat. Uh, the neighbor looked at them crazy. Didn't know what kind of uh, day it was going to be. Went through, it was all topsy turvy. I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to hold on. Battles won, will I win every soul? Nah, but I die trying Cause I'm sick of my community suffering and mama's crying I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me So there's nothing that my God can't change, including me Yo, I live by his word and nothing else Cause this word is so sufficient, it can stand on my itself See the truth will set you free, set you free True indeed, cause I'm walking through the valley with the Lord as my lead Get me a mission to reach to you Pray I will succeed And so far my friends been answered Cause I got the tools I need So I'ma keep on pushing Let them add in my story If the end is after Christ I want Jesus to get the glory I sleep some nights Devil got me thinking it won't be alright Pray for That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Give God some glory. Shout out to Reborn, better known as Jawan Mayberry, man. My little brother, little brother, little brother, little brother. Shout out to every, every new listener. Every new listener. We are at 2141. 2141. 21 41 Yeah 2141 Hey man Lady Mayberry Tell us some of the places that we got some new listeners at Not all of them because the list getting too long Yeah it's getting too long It's getting too long I want to shout out uh, 
Trinidad and Tobago, Port of Spain. I'm going to shout out Brazil today. Um, Australia, Nigeria, Germany, England, Ireland, Russia, uh, Singapore, Malaysia, and Madrid, Spain. Spain. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have Rocky Mountain Canada. Rocky Mountain Canada. Yeah. My child, Canada. No wall. No wall, Connecticut. Peterson, New Jersey. Ashburn, Virginia, North. Olmstead, Ohio. Columbus, Lakewood, Ohio. Norman, Oklahoma. Please, that's a new one. Yep. Uh, Moore, Oklahoma. Albuquerque, New Mexico, New Orleans. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Philadelphia, D.C. Texas. That's how we're going to do that one. Shout out to the whole entire state, Texas. There's so many of them in Texas. Well, it should be. That's what we're for. Shout out to my people in Shot Town, the Windy City, Gary, Indiana, Schumburg, Illinois. Yeah, yeah. That's enough. All them. All them. All them. All them. 2141. That's 2,141. And we dare not call that every last one of them. We'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> we ain't finna do that. Praise God for all of the new listeners, man. It's a blessing. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. Got a different segment here. Before we get all that, uh, all into the, all into the, all into. Yeah. If by chance you haven't had the opportunity to visit our website, you may do so. www.thepreacherscorner.net. That's triple W. Thepreacherscorner.net. There you'll be able to find and access to purchase our merchandise. You want a coffee mug, uh, some, some hoodies. All that stuff, man, it's right there on the website. Get you some back history and find out why we do what we do right here on the corner. I'm Pastor JT. This is Lady Fanita. Yeah. We in the building. We in the building. We in the building. Yeah. Let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, man. What you think about the new track? Got a little. Got a little jazz. Got a little. Make you do your. Yeah. Yeah. Go and bust one. Uh. 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 That's what they call me. Already. No, save it, save it, save it. They ain't ready for that. You gotta save it for the concert. Yeah. Got a concert coming up. New Year's Eve. Stay tuned for the first annual HOB concert, man. We got uh, our very own in house artists. And yours truly and Lady Mayberry. We got a couple of songs that we're going to put out there and 
is mega do what he do that's right that's right that's right that's right that's right, right. yeah lady mayberry got some yeah <laughs> y'all they ain't ready they ain't ready i don't think they're ready, nah, they, ain't ready. they better they better get ready <laughs> better get ready yes indeed listen man if your first time here man you haven't had the opportunity to hit that subscribe button go ahead and subscribe uh hit the like button don't be a hater all your life not even part of it just go ahead hit the like button share it man it may be something that is said on tonight that will be a blessing to somebody that you know listen i am by no means a hater you a hater I ain't a hater at all. And I love to spotlight uh, different people. The show is about relationships. And uh, uh, I believe Lady Mayberry, she pointed out to me that I'm, I, I probably misspelled it. So disregard the, the typo. That was all me. <laughs> I ain't worried about it. But listen, we want to shout out and do... Uh, some promotionals i want to do this every night to promote some some local business owners we did our own uh in-house business owners friday night if you were with us friday night you saw the way that we showed love right here on the corner and tonight will be no different we are gonna spotlight man of god uh his name is antar muhammad antar muhammad he joined the potter's house church in 1997 as a faithful member he initially volunteered his time and talents serving the safety and hospitality departments his volunteer efforts were exhibited in such an excellent manner that it opened up an opportunity for him to work in full-time ministry. In 2008, he joined the ministerial staff as a full-time employee, continuing to serve the kingdom of God with excellence and integrity. Holding multiple positions within the organization, he now serves as executive coordinator for Bishop Jakes. That's right, that's right, that's right. His duties include maintaining and coordinating Bishop Jake's calendar, schedule, planning, and logistical planning, both domestic and internationally. Careful examination of his malicious execution and of handling of the affairs, business ventures, and presentation of Bishop Jake's. It's easy to see that he is an asset to leadership and knows how to serve in every setting from the pulpit to the boardroom. Wow. We're going to shout out Brother Antoine Muhammad. Yeah. How in God greener do Pastor JT <laughs> know this man of God? Well, this man of God, he ministered to me. Uh, I believe it had to be before he was a preacher, before I was a preacher. I used to stop by the house 
uh, full as a tick, hide my mind. And the man of God, uh, he poured into me uh, every time he saw me. Every time he saw me, he, he saw me full and he poured into me. And so, man, I like to give my flowers before it's, it's time for them to go. So this is his book. It's available on all digital platforms. And uh, you may be able to find it on his website. It's antarmohammed.com. There's a leadership conference coming up in which we'll be in attendance. It's called the Heart Core Leadership Forum. And you may be able to purchase tickets there. Even bright, uh, hardcore leadership form, even bright dot com dot com. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right, man. Go ahead and give him his praise right there, right there. Lady Maybeer, what you think about it? I think that's awesome. I'm really looking forward to that, um, to the leadership conference. And and since we we we're dealing with relationships, you know, uh, not just uh, man and woman, but you know, it's good to always keep uh, don't burn no bridges. Never know when you uh, meet or not necessarily need, but uh, be an asset to whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. Next right. up. Uh, brother Mark Anthony Allen. Yes, sir. This man of God here is a true friend indeed, man. We text often. Uh, the other day he sent me the uh, the, the Martin text where uh, Martin was <laughs> sniffing the, 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 the food for Thanksgiving. Me and Mark Allen, we go back, man. We was basketball teammates. And this man of God is a multi uh, realtor. It's sale commercial real estate. His uh, website is www.theallenmultifamilyteam.com. And you can also reach him at markanthonyallen.com. Yeah. That's how we do it over here. That's how we do it over here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He has a uh, man. All of that there. All of that there. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. That's good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Proud of my partners. Proud of my partners, man. They're doing big things. And uh, take not for granted, you know. Opportunity to give them praise publicly. Not that they need any promotionals from us, but yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. They're doing big things, doing good. They're doing great things. So if we need to purchase us some commercial property, you. that's right. That's right. We got it's already on the squad. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. If if we need to 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 host a leadership forum, 
Uh, boom. Stay tuned. There it is. There it is. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, y'all. How about it? What you think about it, lady? I love it. You love it? Yeah. So we're going to practice our fair use act because we have a a preacher that's going to give us a little word about relationships. We haven't done we haven't done it in a while. We haven't had the reaction to some preaching in a minute. So, yeah, that's what we're going to do tonight. Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976. Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. Indeed, indeed. Tonight we have a reaction to the preaching of Pastor Michael Todd. Michael Todd is a youthful American pastor who was born and brought up in Oklahoma, United States. He is the lead co-pastor of the Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma, alongside his wife, Pastor Natalie Todd. So we look forward to hearing what the man of God has to say about relationships. Y'all ready? Let's get let's get it. Let's get it. Let's go. Well, we about to start a series that's about to be awesome. Um, I think this is one of those things that um, God wanted to happen in this timing. Um, talking about relationships. And uh, we titled this message Relationship Goals because we know that's something that is in popular culture and we see different things, all the pictures that, that we uh, saw earlier. People say, oh, that's the kind of relationship that I want and that's what uh, I, I want for my life eventually and all these things. So. I thought it would be appropriate for us to do a series about relationship goals and we're going to start from the beginning and we're going to go all the way through this thing. You do not want to miss the next six weeks because this series, we're going to talk so real. Some stuff has not been said in a church you've ever been in before, but we're going to say that right here uh, because I really do believe that relationships are being defined more by pop culture and what the world says than what the word of God says. And because many people don't teach it with balance and with understanding and with wisdom, it just seems more easy to go with what everybody else is doing. But I really do believe that God is gonna give wisdom and revelation through this series and I am ready for us to start being an example of what relationships should look like. She's happy about it. No, no, but honestly, when people think of relationships, they don't look at the church. When they think about relationships, they don't think about Christians. <laughs> when they think about relationships, they don't think about God's people. And there's a reason. And honestly, if we be real, real about it, many believers have failed that relationship. <laughs> many people save, sanctify, love God, stomping, clapping all day and die lonely. 
Preach to the nations, have no friends. I mean, if we're honest with it, many of us have had more sexual relationships than we have had cars. And you get a new one of those every three to five years. Let's be honest because if we're not, then we never ever get to see, we think that's normal. And what I came to tell you is that some of these things that we've been doing, that I've done, okay? So don't, this is, oh, he done came back, he judging us. No, I did it. But it was because nobody told me, they never showed me, they never laid out for me, what is the biblical model of relationship? How are we supposed to do I know I'm not supposed to have sex before I'm married. I know I'm supposed to be in a monogamous relationship. I know I'm supposed to date, court, have a friend, what, which one? Tell me how. Show me how. Show me what the word says about it. So we're going to do all of that in this series. Today is an introduction because I have been stopped up spiritually for five weeks. And this one message could be four hours easy, but it's going to be 40 minutes this morning. Amen. And so I want to just kind of set the table for what this thing looks like. Amen. Why don't you get out your notes and and get out your Bibles right now? I want to look at this from just the terminology, relationship goals. Everybody say relationship goals. Say it one more time like you mean it. Relationship goals. Okay, so how many would say they have some relationship goals? Like there's some things that you desire in relationship. Look, people scared to lift their hand. They're like, I don't know. Okay. How many people have some relationship goals? Friends, family, um, um, marriage. You have goals in your relationship. I really think a lot of people understand the relationship part of it. They understand that they want to be connected with somebody. They understand that they want to walk and talk with somebody. But the goal part, I think, is a little misconstrued or a little distorted. And I want to look at the definition of goal. Okay? A goal is the result or achievement towards which an effort is directed. So effort has to be directed to reach a goal. It's the aim or it's the end. Now I look at this because no matter if you're single, you're married, you're divorced, it's complicated, you're a stalker, I don't care what level of relationship that you are in right now, God wants you to have successful relationships. This whole series is so that you can win at relationships. But many of us don't have our aim directed when it comes to relationship. We take whatever comes. We do whatever's comfortable. But we don't have aim. And if you don't have aim, you cannot have a goal. You cannot have relationship goals if you're not aimed in the direction of what God has for you. And I saw a video earlier this week that kind of accurately depicts what most of us look like in relationship. I want you to take a look at this real quick.
here. Now, as funny as that is, isn't that what many of our relationships look like? I think he might be the one. I thought that was my business partner. I really want to hang with this group of people. And, and we're not aimed at anything, so, and we're blinded by what culture says, and so we shoot at everything. And what happens is people and things get damaged when we do not have clear aim in what God wants us to have in relationship. Many of us are products of people shooting and trying to have relationship without proper aim. Proper goals. Things that were the standard for our lives that were set by God. And so I want us to go to the beginning today because it's one of those things that I start to look at that a target needs to be standing still. And if you're using culture as the barometer of what relationships should look like, that's a moving target. Like relationship says marriage looks like this in one decade, then it looks like this in another decade. It's, we're supposed to be like this, this is what dating, now we have Netflix and chill. You don't even have to be committed to anybody to cross the line into private areas. Oh, Y'all came to be fake this morning. <laughs> what I came to do is dispel the enemy that hides in darkness and to bring light to every person that's listening. What God wants for every single one of us is for us to have relationships, but we have to have a goal that is aimed at something that is stable. And let me submit to you that the only thing that is unchangeable, unmoving, unwavering is the word of God. See, Isaiah tells us like this in Isaiah 40. It says that, that, that the, the grass will wither and the flower will fade, but the word of God will stand everlasting. And so I'm just asking you for six weeks. I know that you have, the Kardashians have taught you a lot about relationships. Like I know. And, and, I, and I know that you have blogs that you listen to and people. But I'm asking you for six weeks. Can we let the standard of relationships be the word of God? And can we see what possibly may happen in our hearts, our minds and our lives? If we would follow a biblical model of relationships instead of our feelings when it comes to relationships. Is that okay? Okay, so let's go all the way to the beginning. Genesis, okay? Let's go to Genesis. Because in Genesis is the first time that we see relationship, okay? Um, I can't really go into it right now because that would be a whole other message. But before there was ever a person, there was already relationship. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They were three equal personalities in one. There was already relationship. That's why when, when they came at the beginning, they said, let us make man in our image. That was a conversation. That was relationship that was happening. But I just want us to focus on us for a second. And I want to show you something. I was talking to my friend Charles this week, and, and, and we started discussing something, and, and we found something really, really cool in the Bible. We, we found the first time that God said it's not good. We, we, I mean, the very first time, you know you tell your children, uh-uh, no, 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 that's not good. You, you tell people, uh-uh, don't eat that. That's not good. We found the first time God said it wasn't good. So, so let me help you paint this picture. 
Genesis chapter one, verse three, God says, let there be light, creates light. And he says, it's good. Okay. Then we go to Genesis um, chapter one, verse 10, and he makes water and land. And after he makes water and land, what does he say? It's good. Okay, y'all help me. Then he makes vegetation, broccoli, spinach, kale, um, um, all of those things. And then he looks over and says, that is going to make some good soul food. And he said, it's good. Then verse 18, he says, let me go ahead and make a differentiation between day and night. Here's the sun. Here's the moon. And then he looked over it and he said, it's good. Now, y'all got to help me preach this. He said, it's okay. Then he made the sea creatures, Willie, Nemo. He made everybody in that moment. He looked at all of them and he said, it's good. Then he made the wild animal, animals, Simba, Pumbaa, Timon. He made all of them and he looked back and he said, it's good. Look at Genesis chapter 2 verse 18. Then the Lord God said, after he made man, it's not good. Now, hold on. We've had six days of, of, I mean, perfect, I mean, good. It's good. It, everything's good. And, and after he makes man in his image, in his likeness, then he looks up at, now he's God all by himself. Doesn't need nobody else. Who would know it's a mess up? I mean, I mean, who actually was there to say you messed up? Like, how, how, how did he, he even get to the place that it's not good unless he knew something about us that we didn't even know? So the, then the Lord God said, it's not good for man to be. So he said, I'm going to make a helper who is just right for him. My, my first point today is God wants relationship for you. Like I, some of y'all came in here and it's like, that's why I don't come to church. Cause I just don't like people. And I just really don't understand why God, everyone wants everybody to say hello. And everybody wants to be in my face and we need to greet our neighbors. And I want to work from home and I really want to take online courses because I don't want to meet people and all this. Stuff. Listen, that's not God's intent for you. God created you. To be in relationship with others and all the introverts are like, I hate this church, but this is, this, this is what I want to tell you, but it's innate on the inside of you that, that God created you to be in relationship and not that he's just like, that's a good option. He said, it's not good. It, it's not a good idea for you to set up a life that is guarded gated by yourself isolated because it's where the enemy comes to attack when you're isolated in your thoughts you're isolated in your relationships you're isolated in your dealings that's where the enemy becomes your best friend because he'll suggest he'll whisper and he'll tell you who you are that's not who you are he will begin to convince you that you can't and you really can do you know the enemy's native tongue is lie so if you ever hear anything that goes against the word of God, guess what it is? A lie. But how many of them do we believe? How many of them do we accept and we let them take root in our heart and then they grow into things that stop us from reaching purpose and destiny? And what God is saying, if you have somebody around you, they could point those things out and be like, bro, what is that? You're not fat. 
you're just husky. <laughs> Don't believe the lie of the enemy. But just think about, well, I can never, and I will never, and I won't. And you just need somebody around you to help you. And so I just wanted everybody to know, which is not really where I want to stay today, but I just need you to understand that God wants relationship for you. Somebody just say that God wants relationship for me. That's healing for somebody. No, no, no. You need to say it again. God wants relationship for me. He does want you to have a best friend, even though the last one left you high and dry. No, he wants you to have a safe place. No, I'm, I'm ministering healing to somebody right now. God wants you to find a pastor or a leader that can guide you and help you. I know the last one used you up and didn't appreciate you at all, but God wants relationship for you. He wants you to be in a marriage that works, that is surrounded by love, honor, respect, and fun. The first three, I know. But my God is a redeemer. Our God is a redeemer. So whatever was broken, whatever was messed up, whatever was jacked up, God says, I'll take all of that if you allow me to and I'll work it for your good. You're listening to The Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host, Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. This is an in-house production. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Lady Mayberry, what you think about it? I, that intro was amazing. I can just only imagine what's to come. That's good stuff. That's yes. Good stuff, man. Uh, being, being, being in a relationship, he said that it's, it's God all day. Yeah. God, God intended for us not to be alone. And it's, and it's just not... With the, uh, with, the, with the woman. He right. said, you, 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 I can go through, through several uh, stories of the Bible where there was friends. You had David and Jonathan. You know, you had so many friends. And that, that uh, I think of another scripture, two is better than one. And so it's, it's ordained for us not to be alone. Idle, idle mind is the devil's workshop. That's right. People that like to be by themselves all the time, that's not healthy. That's not a godly characteristics. I love the fact that he, he made me think of this question. How many of us have goals in our relationships? We just pick friends. We pick friends uh, based on what they have, how they look, where they live. And, and we want to be attached to that because it, it fits. We, we, I think you got something that I can use. We, we pick friends off of what they have and what we can gain from them. Opposed to not being, you know, uh, iron sharp and iron. Somebody that could be real with us and say, hey, man, you crazy. You need to fix this and fix that. And then we listen and take heed to what our friend has to say. So how many of us have actual goals and not just our friendships, but business partners? What, what, what do we look in, what we look at, at, at we trying to find a business partner? 
uh, we want just yes people to say yes to us and never criticize or never say this is not right or I don't think that's a great idea or, or we, we just won't what you what you think? Well, I think that whenever you have to have a sound sound mind in anything that you do, right? And I think that, like he was saying uh, when he gave the illustration of her shooting those darts and they were going everywhere, even though she was looking for a mate, that can also fall in the same line as a right. friendship. Right. or a business partner because right. you can shoot for what's familiar to you like he said we hadn't been taught you know how to uh, be in a relationship or how to set goals for healthy relationships we just know what we see that we like it or we're attracted to this or like you said you know when picking a business partner where they already have some form of knowledge may not have the right knowledge right. but they look like they know what they're doing so you go along to kind of get along yeah, that's that's uh something good to think about. What's the purpose of our relationships? Why are we even friends in the first place? What are we gaining from one another? What's the purpose? Just somebody to conversate with or drink with or hang out with or what is the purpose? And then another question is what are we Attempting to achieve through this relationship. Hmm. What are we getting out of this? What, what are we shooting toward? I'm, I'm a firm believer that, that man, I, and I think I started doing this last year, that I just didn't want to be connected to people just to be connected. I wanted my relationships to, to have purpose. Why are we, why are we talk on the phone? Why we text one another? I'm just not going to text you because we was in third grade together. Because now we we've grown. You know, you've done some some things in between third grade and and now that I might not even agree with. We might not. How can two walk together unless they agree? So so what you did in third and fifth grade might not be what I'm on right now. So so yeah, I know you, but I don't know you. You see what I'm saying? So, so no, we, we, we can't just have those type of relationships just because. A lot of people are getting killed because of, of, of yeah, I knew them in the fifth grade. And then to be the same people that jack you. Yeah, for real. Be the same people that rob you. Them the same people that hate you secretly. And you thinking everything is cool with it. Oh, yeah, that's my boy from back in the day. And them be the main ones following you home and rob you. So, so I got I, I got to the point where 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 my relationships it gotta make sense. On I ain't just friends with everybody. I ain't I don't we don't just have relationships with just because we we family and you might be my cousin third line removed on you on no no yeah I, 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 yeah I feel you but yeah over there. Well, you know what, too? I kind of started, because I, I thought my whole concept of having relationships or building relationships with people were, it really started kind of dawning on me when we got, when we became, um, you know, in the ministry. Right. When we became Passing First Lady, because um, I wasn't 
it wasn't that I was. I'm not introverted. You know, I'm very outgoing. I'm outspoken. Y'all know that. I already know. Um, and and I don't meet a stranger. And I think that's that's my personality. We can stay in the grocery store for three hours. <laughs> yes, I can talk to anybody. But I I know that I had I shared this before. God told me that. I have too many, I let too many people access me. Right. Uh, have, they're too accessible um, to me. I have too too many people that I'm allowing access and they shouldn't have it. So then I start kind of backing up a little bit and a lot of people kind of feel crazy about that. But then I started having more peace because I started noticing where I'm, I'm taking in all these people that I'm also taking in all these problems. You know, all these different um, conversations and things about, and then you start learning things about people that you don't want to know. And so, um, I think it was very um, necessary when God kind of, hey, you know, you got to start severing some ties with some people because everybody, you know, we say it all the time, everybody can't go where God is taking you. And so, a lot of the times, they the people become a weight on you. And some people, they're in your life for a season. You don't always have to try to drag everybody with you um, where you go. Sometimes you're dragging dead weight. And so when you get ready to take off, you can't take off because you got all this extra baggage. And most of the time it don't even belong to us. So I'm kind of, I'm learning that to um, kind of eliminate and evaluate what's good for me, what's not. What is purposeful, what is not. What what God has for me, is this, you know, am I supposed to be in this relationship or not? Right. So that's where I am now. That's, that's good. That's good. You got to evaluate every relationship. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I think over the next couple of weeks, weeks man, we'll be able to uh, not, not just uh, focus on... Uh, the, the marriages or the, the courtship between the man and the woman, but we also do, like I said, the friendships, uh, siblings, uh, 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 children. Yeah. And so all, all of those are different forms of relationships, uh, uh, congregants, uh, the leaders and mentors and mentees. So we will, over the next few weeks, we'll, we'll, we'll open up a can of worms on 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 my insight on relationship not just here on the preacher's corner but we'll be doing a series on relationships at house of deliverance as well yes it's gonna be awesome you know one of the things that he said when he started just blew me away when he said um when people think about relationships they don't think about the church they don't and I'm going to tell you, that that bothered me to hear him say that. But if he thinks that, just imagine how many other people think that. And what bothered me the most about it is because of the relationship that Christ has with the church. Right. That's a relationship. And so when you tell me that, that the, when people think about relationships, they don't think about the church, something is wrong with that picture. Because, um, because... Because God said that the husband is to love the wife like Christ loves the church. Everything about a marriage, a friendship, a relationship gears back to God. Think about what he did for us. Think about how he said before you was in your mother's womb, I knew you. I formed a relationship with you. That's what the Bible said. So for him to make that statement that when people outside of the church think about relationships they don't think about the church that's that's mind-boggling to me because that's the first relationship that you ever know that started 
mm-hmm. was the relationship between us and God. So, um, I also I I, I chuckled at this one, but um, he said we have had more sexual relationships than we've had cars, oh. <laughs> and that is major wow. because. I mean, when you make a decision to purchase a car, you contemplate on it. You look at the mileage. You you look at the color. You look at the the rate, the uh, annual percentage rate. What that interest rate gonna look like over those seven to ten yeah. years? You look at the tires. How many miles is it? Fifteen thousand per year. Let me calculate it. And you get your phone out and do the math. And then you say, how long is this gonna take me to pay for this car? You do all of that. But you have more sex partners that you did not do any of that with versus the way we you look at it. Oh my God. <laughs> That's crazy. And I know y'all gonna be saying he didn't say all of that. He didn't, but he took me there in my mind. Because to hear somebody say you have had sex with people with wow. more people than you have purchased a, a car. car. My God, that a- that is an eye opener for right. the way we think. Right. So we don't even think right. We don't even right. think I know, the right way. I know way. people that ain't never bought or purchased a car. Boy, but I bet they got like, a lot of sex partners. A lot of sex partners. I know they do. Then um, another thing I loved was when he said, "What is mm-hmm. the biblical model for a relationship?" What is the biblical model? He said, because nobody's ever told us how to actually enter into relationship. We've only, we've, we've entered into relationships with people such as, you know, a spouse, boyfriend, your boo, your bae, whatever, or uh, based on, for girls, I know, based on who our dads were. Because I'm going to tell you, I know I can say this from experience. I know a lot of women always say, you know, either it's either I want a man just like my daddy who's going to take care of me, who's going to do this, who's going to do that, like my daddy. Then on the flip side, you got women that say, I don't want nobody like my daddy. So that's who we have chosen. Not that it is the biblical I, I, model. I, I never understood that. that for a relationship. That, I know that's weird. That, that, didn't, that didn't never make sense to me. When, some, when I used to hear a female say it, it, I scratched my head. And I'm like, that's sick. Because <laughs> that's the way I'm thinking. I'm like, man, you's a perv. I think it's more when women say that I don't I don't I never felt that way. But but I think I'm that like, the reason why come women say mind. that is because that's why I never called them no more. Well, no, listen, the reason why I come, the, the only, the, I can tell you why, the only true love that a girl has ever really experienced is the love from her dad. Girls and dads are like this. And so, you have to look at it from this perspective. That is the first time that so a male. So, why is it okay for, for a female to say that, and then on the flip side, they say, uh, they look down on the mama boys. Well, that's, that's the preference, because though. Because they, the, the. Most most guys would say they would want they would want a, a woman like their mother. Right. I mean, which I ain't never understood that either. Right. Because well, that's why I'm saying yeah. that's why I, that's why I'm making this statement because right. that is that's what where that took me when he said what is the biblical model? Right. We've never had one. We We've only one. looked at our parents. Yeah. You see, that's what I'm saying. We've only looked at our parents, so therefore, that girl only knows how to say, I want someone like my daddy, mm-hmm. or I don't, and the guy only knows how to say, I want somebody like my mom, or not. Because right. this is the only relationship 
that you've ever experienced, that you've lived in a house with these two people, you know their characteristics. That's the right. first time you've seen love expressed in this in a way. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. By the dad or by the mom. And then the, the daughter looks at how well the dad takes care of the house, right. the mother, how he provides, what he brings home. And she say, oh, I'm going to get a man like this because I know he really loves my mom. Now, I don't think that's in a in a perverted way, but that's that's the way you you pick yeah, when you don't that, when you don't know what to pick. Well, well, my daddy didn't do it like this. Well, you might even be married to your daddy. That's, <laughs> that was always my response. You might even be married to your daddy because I don't do it like that. Yeah, but I mean, it's you know a lot of different. It's a lot of different preferences out yeah. there. I'm just giving like the just the examples of yeah. things that that could have kind of crossed our mind when he said what is the biblical model because what is the biblical model what is the biblical you know model? what is the biblical model and, and there are several stories in that that give us that answer it is we just we just gonna dig them and yeah. dig them out and we're gonna get them to you over the next next few weeks yes. next few weeks i love that though um i like what he said too that we always say um I mean, that you always have to have a goal when you're dating. And I thought about how we always say we date always with expectation. Yeah. You know, you don't want to, if you're not, if you're dating someone, you should be dating someone with expectation to marry or to, you know, to have a long lasting relationship. You shouldn't be hopping from, you know, this person to that person because that's how you get more sexual relationships than you have cars. Right. <laughs> we know that now. So we don't want to... Um, just oh, date just up. to be dating you want to date with expectations to marry not just for sex not just for money um or what can this person do for me uh but you got to date with expectation that you know if i marry this person i'm gonna be with this person for the rest of my life what you have to um how you identify that and evaluate that if this is the right person first of all you know you need to pray about it but the second thing you need to see yourself with that person if they can't have sex yeah if they don't have a job, what if another pandemic hit and they their business closes down? What if they can't provide? Women, can you be with him if he cannot provide? If he loses his job and he can't get unemployment and he's looking while you're working, can you be with that person? Can you be with them if they have a wreck and get paralyzed from the waist down? Like, what are you willing to accept? Because these are things that can happen and vice versa. Well, on the flip side, you, you have... Uh you have these these famous pastors I seen the other day um, uh, this bishop he, he he made a post and it, it pretty much went viral um, he said that uh, he somebody asked him a question is the man a provider if if he doesn't provide everything Wow and he said no he's just a roommate Wow really the bishop said that. And so you have all of these women coming on there. Yes, tell them, teach them, tell them. And then then, then you have other men of God with, with not that much influence coming on saying, well, in these days, realistically, it take two income. It does. And he, he said, he went back and said, that's a different topic. Well, no, well, man, be specific because you're confusing the people because you you just said that they're not the provider, they're not this and they're not that, they're just a roommate. No, you you're you're dumbing down that yeah. that man's uh, 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 statue of that home. 
you know that that is crazy to me and but it got a several likes several shares and i mean it's 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 crazy because of popularity we can get thrown off course because they handed out a bunch of hogwash and I bet he got a lot of single women in his He got a bunch of single women all over him. Every sing and that's all that he deal with is relationships. Now his YouTube channel is blowing up. His Instagram is blowing up. And you know he, 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 he popping it and doing all of the TikTok stuff. And so I mean if, if that's what if, if that's what make your boat float good. But give me some word to go with it. Right. Give me some word. Right. Uh, some sound biblical uh, wisdom and some, some so, interpretation to go with that that thought because look because if that's the case then what if he get into a bad car wreck right like i was saying right. what if he something happens he hurt his leg his arm get cut off at work like what so many things can happen in his life that that then he will no longer be a provider okay just say something happened to the man's arm and he got to get social security and it's not enough to carry See, the bills what we, what we look at when we think of provider we're only thinking finance right that's right we're only thinking so so that's that's not all that he, that the man is to provide, provide. that's right that's I'm, I, I, I that, absolutely that's not agree. all I agree it's there's a several things that fall under that umbrella we, and so when he look when, when we look at it like that it's taken out of context yeah and we're just specifically there's a lot of women that came on there and commented. They said, well, God is my provider. Mm. And then he commented and he said, oh, deep. Well, he being condescending He's now. He's being funny. He's being funny now because that's who's, who our sole provider well, is and I'm gonna tell you, And the thing is, if when you think about that spiritually, if you look at the spirit as, spiritual aspect of that, no man can provide you with everything you need. No. No man can. No man can provide you with everything you need. But God can give you everything that you need and desire. Right. That's what the Bible say. Right. He put the man and the woman together. He told the man, I'm giving you, um, I'm going to give you dominion over the land. Take it and subdue it. Mm. You know, dress it up. And, and subdue it. But I'm going to give you a helper. I mean, what was the point of getting a helper if you were supposed to do right. it all you by yourself? Right. What's the point? If you're on a job and you're working and right. they say, hold on, let me find you a helper to help you load the truck, that means you're not going to load the truck by you yourself. By yourself. <laughs> oh, my right. goodness. And so, and so, so then here, here's we have the concept of uh, what, what if y'all want to go on the trip? Right. Come on. We ain't got no help. You can't go on no trip. Right. Because all of his went on all the bill. Right. So y'all ain't going to Cancun. Right. Not unless y'all got some extra to go with it. That's right. So, I mean, you got to take it's a, it's a Yeah, it's a, that's, that's silly. I mean, and then it's, most people, nowadays, you just have to look, you got to look at things take two, and take, take it. Two, yeah. Two better than one. It is. Yeah, that's just silly to me. Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna tackle it all in 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 the next few weeks, man. We we pray that everybody was blessed. Yes. By what we got. By what we got. Yeah, 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 yeah. What you got, Lady Mayberry? What's up? What's up with it? 
What's up, Willie? What you got? What you got? I just, I know that uh, when you talk about relationships in any capacity, whether it's um, marital, um, like a friendship relationship, work relationship, business partners, what have you, um, church relationships, um, it is always a touchy subject, especially when you're trying to get it right. But what we don't want to do is put ourselves out there, be vulnerable, and then uh, be somebody's play target. We don't want to be a target. We don't want to be a play toy, a target for people, or, you know, like he was showing that illustration with the shooting the darts. Uh, we want to make sure that we are um, seeking God and, and being fair across the board and then asking God for what? It's a relationship more than, than a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, that mercy. I don't know what I'm going to do with him, y'all. Relationship more than that. Uh, <laughs> it's more than that. It's more than that. Relationships got like commitment, time, yeah. selflessness. Um, dedication. enjoy this series we're gonna get deeper into it this we just wanted to kind of introduce it today and open up that that yeah, forum it, it is going to be awesome i know that when we did our save uh single saved and sanctified um no was it single save save single and satisfied, satisfied. Yeah. when we did that um series on here we got a lot of love was shown on that series and so a lot of people want relationship goal they they have relationship goals so they want relationship topics right, so right, right. hey why not why not give people what they ask for <laughs> yeah so uh tomorrow we're gonna finish watching the rest of that video together and give our review on it man y'all can go ahead and go ahead of us and, and finish watching it and then uh have some questions ready for us tomorrow yep. uh, we did the increments i did the first 15 minutes of the video today and then we'll we'll uh, continue from that 15 minute mark on to another 15 we're gonna do them in 15s yeah. all right what you got there that's it that's it that's all <laughs> <laughs> oh i do want to say something I forgot, stop it. I like when he said, uh, you were not created to be alone. That was good, wasn't it? It was. Because so many people always say that. I got to be by myself. Yes. I want to be by myself. That I was so good. I don't good. like nobody. Yeah. I don't want to be in nobody's face. Yeah. I don't need friends. Yeah. I don't need this. I don't need that. That is not he a said, God. you were not created to be alone. God created us to be in relationships right. That's good. with people. How else would you, if, if, if we were created, to win others, I, we were called to win people to Christ. How is it that you can be by yourself? Right. How you, you gonna win? You have to you find yourself to friendly to even win somebody over to Christ. That's right. You have to be able to get along with other folk to be able to win them over to Christ. If your attitude is ugly, you're not winning nobody to Christ. No. no. 
But I think some people don't care. <laughs> they don't, they, they're not doing what they've been called to do. That's right. Father God, Lord, we just thank you, God, for another day, another opportunity, God, to express love, to show love, God, to your people, God, to discuss, God, how you feel about our relationships and how to set goals pertaining to those relationships. God, we just ask today, Lord, that you give us a new mind, new heart, new thoughts, God, new thought process, God, on showing ourselves friendly. You said that those that desire to have friends must first show themselves friendly. God, we ask that you just take us, God, further, God, in our relationships, God, with our family, God, our people at our jobs, with our mates, with our boy, boyfriends, girlfriends, with the intentions on being married. God, and we just ask, Lord, that you bind us together like never before. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You want to check out the comments? Sure. Oh, yeah, check out the comments. Um, let's see. So as the said, Drake said, no new friends. He might have been wrong. He was very wrong. Very wrong. <laughs> Think about who you talking about. Drake don't want no new friends because folks got the hand out, so yeah, the You know why he said no new friends. <laughs> they want to come to Drake house. Mm-hmm. Evangelist Heights said, and really, whether you say it or not, you pick from those same characteristics. I think she's replying back when we were talking about picking like your your mother or your father, and that's true. Yeah, that's right. Whether you say it or not, that's what you picked from, because that's all you know. I mean, I know, I understand that, because that's all. That's the only relationship you've ever seen. That you've only the only thing you've witnessed. So whether it was good or bad, that's what makes you pick. That's what makes you say, "Hey, I want someone like my dad." If he was a good husband to your mother, and then a good father to you. But if he wasn't, then you'd be like, "I'm looking for the opposite." And even in looking for the opposite, you still choose something about that. Something in that person you found is something got some characteristics like your daddy in some way, and that is why you still pick that person, even if you don't want to. No, I can't say that. No, I'm saying that's. I'm just speaking in general. Like sometimes that's what people do. Some people are. They say that, and then um, they they may still go back, and they, they may find something, or you know, on down the line, like, oh Lord, this person's just like such and such. And it don't even have to necessarily be a parent. It could be anything. Yeah, I just know what's good for me. That, 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 that might be good for them, but I know yeah. what's good for me. Mm, me different. Different. Be different. <laughs> See, you my, a handful. Mama, mama might be good for dad, and dad might be good for mom, but you might need something different than what they offer to each other. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a, a special kind of. Yeah. Yeah, you I mean, are. I want what y'all got. I want something that says mine. We did this. Yeah. I, I got this from their blueprint. Yeah. I like to start my own stuff. Yeah. That's point about being independent. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to go to the same place as mom and went to. Yeah. Or, or do things, Thanksgiving the way mom and I want to do it the way we did it. I don't like turkey all the time. We barbecue. See, yeah. I like doing stuff different. Yeah. We create our own <laughs> memories. They, they might have had a, a 
a Christmas tree that was white. I'm going to do it green or red. I'm going to do it the way that, that we want to do it for our own. Right. Create my own legacy. I don't want their legacy. I want my own. Right. Their shoes too big. I'm, I'm, I fit my shoes for right. me. Right. So I got that's, you. That's just the way I roll. Uh, Sister Tim said, that's where I am evaluating myself in relationships. Sister Brittany said, asking the real questions. I'm telling you, I think Sister Brittany has said that when I was saying that about um, having in expectations when you're dating to marry, not just for sex and money and all that. What can you stand withstand in a relationship? Um, she said what? Everybody else is like, Brother Marcel said that was good. Um, just a little comment here and there. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Well, you guys been great. I love it. You guys are so great. You guys been great. Thank y'all for tuning in. <laughs> I'm not going to be on the show tomorrow, y'all. <laughs> I just want y'all to know. <laughs> Let him be on here with his friends. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about new relationships. <laughs> oh my god. Ooh. I don't know what I'm gonna do with this man. Why you don't wanna be on here no more? Cause you the best. <laughs> oh man. Alright, y'all have a blessed night. Y'all be good. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed it. Y'all enjoyed it, man. I was rolling laughing today. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> y'all can almost tell what my life consists of. If you don't know, you're gonna know. Ooh, man. Listen. Somebody that's been trying to start something, man, they don't know where to start it at, man. They crazy. They don't want to do it. They ain't consistent, man. They've been making a whole bunch of <laughs> now she do it. Making a whole bunch of excuses, man. Don't make excuses. Make it happen. Start now. Get perfect later. Dream big. Use kind words, say I love you, please, and thank you. Be grateful. Help others. You gonna say that one? Don't whine. <laughs> Be silly. Be silly. <laughs> Keep going. Carry, carry on. It's our time. She out of here. She out. Yeah. Salute. This is our production. In-house. Production. This is our in-house production. This is our in-house production. One more time. Say it right. Say it right. In house production.